I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaro West Ham United More than just a Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Pod, pod. Oh, I've done it again. Oh, amateur. My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, Georgie Borgia. I'm here with Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Right, George. Where are you? Uh, in my kitchen. Oh. Yeah, I know. Too cold. And here with John. Hello, John. Hello. It's a full house. We're all here. Just. Just. Sean was late. Polizia. Polizia. Uh, we're all here to talk about West Ham. And we're all happy to do so this week because what a victory we had at the weekend. Woohoo. Away at Newcastle United. Uh, we looked solid throughout the game, I thought. Took the lead early on with a good goal. It was a thoroughly enjoyable watch. Sean, did you get to watch it? I did not. If I'm honest with you, I had to watch the highlights. I had a good excuse again. Did you? Hello? 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 What are you doing? Sorry, I had to answer the door. <laughs> um, it, my son was in the Surrey Junior Cup tennis cup which clashed with the the game so i didn't watch it live oh dear and your doorbell's clashing with the podcast which is called <laughs> no it's not very really good is it i'm 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 a poor podcast presenter thank god i didn't found I'm glad this you podcast. admitted it <laughs> yeah i'm a poor excuse of a podcast presenter i turn up late i don't watch the game don't watch the game and and i answer the doorbell when i should be answering a question i have no excuse i should be punished okay well, i'm gonna mute you then uh nigel you got to watch the game i did watch the game yes were you as pleased as i was with the performance obviously we're all pleased with the result yeah you gotta be pleased um I've, it's one of them games i thought that if if we were newcastle we'd perhaps go, how did we lose that 3-0? Because they did have a few chances and they did 
Hyperdiger. Um, perhaps. What, <laughs> what was Dundere saying? You'd want to know. Sean, are you, you all right? Excellent. I haven't eaten. What is he on about? Sean, what are you doing? This is, <laughs> this is Wainswell people, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's past lunchtime. Shut him up. Sean, Sean, for my sake. Sean, you, you unmuted me. <laughs> oh, what? come on, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> I was talking. Well, we know. I was trying to sort out your dinner. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? You were going to ask your question. You we're pat- just recording a just... podcast, did you realise? Yeah, but you were talking about the game, which I didn't watch, right? So I thought I'd sort of have another conversation while I was muted, but you caught me out. Oh, or was it pasta for lunch? Was yeah, nice? I did have pasta for lunch. Is it nice? And a bit of birthday cake. Was it? Yeah. Whose birthday was it? It was Julia's birthday. She's nine today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy birthday, Julia. Happy birthday. Uh, Nigel, sorry. Before you were really interrupted, you were in full flow then. Yeah, so basically, I think <laughs> I was saying that if I was a Newcastle fan, I would quite think uh, we'd lose that 3-0. Uh, was I disappointed Newcastle didn't score? Yeah, I had both teams to score on my coupon. Oh. Uh, yeah, so a bit disappointed. Apart from that, um, an all-round superb performance by West Ham. Uh, I thought Snodgrass was really good. Uh, Anderson, I, I, I don't know, I, I can see... Why he gets a lot of plaudits. Again, he's popped up with a goal. I think he does lose the ball as well quite a bit in midfield, but then you can forgive him that. I think that was one of his best games though, wasn't it? It was a very good game, yeah. It was a very good game. But he does he does misplace a lot of passes. and Yeah, so there's always that chance. It's hard to say, if we played like that against a better team, would you get that result? Because you can only beat what's in front of you, and that's what we've done. We were, well, I'm guessing, you know, we've, Newcastle would won three on the spin. Yeah. So I had pretty bit worried there, thinking here we go. You know, we're catching him at the wrong time. But obviously they caught us at the wrong time for them. And it, it sets it up nice for this week where I was hoping to get seven points from the week. I think we'll get nine now. Ooh. Yeah. So on Can I give you a stat attack so I can contribute yeah, something? A stat attack, Sean, because I'll be interested for once on the stats. Right, well, this is a stat attack against uh, uh, Cardiff, but I'll give you a stat attack in a minute about um, Newcastle. We have played, I think, since 1914 when we first played Cardiff City, we've played in 49, to, or 69 well, times, one thirty-one. Yeah. yeah. The stat attack we wanted was the Newcastle stats, thanks. All right, yeah, well, I'll come back to that. We've beaten... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you, you're real, you, you, you should have really just stayed in that traffic, really. Yeah, six, six times. <laughs> they, we've funny. beaten them. We've played them six the times since 2011 and beaten them every single time. Uh, but I, I should have, I shouldn't that's have interrupted on that unless so I had some stats about the... for um, Newcastle. <laughs> let me go Newcastle and come back to you. Um, well, I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, I think, like most of us last week, with our history up there, thought we weren't going to come away with a good result. So, yeah, it was a great result. Um, I think the scoreline makes it sound a bit more comfortable than it actually was. But, you know, you can only beat what you get in front of you. And we've done that. 
I think. No one's mentioned uh, Chicharito. Yeah, as I said. Four deserves a special mention, given that obviously he scored two goals. He had a good game. He could have had a couple more. And, you know, if he'd have been playing more, perhaps he would have slotted those. Well, hopefully but he gets a bit more time now and gets sharper. And... I'm thinking that, that might this might be the start of his his uh, purple patch for West Ham. Well, he's I got to so. start playing the two up front then, hasn't he? Yeah, Which... and it, it worked, didn't it? He's, it was a different system and Arnautovic, you know, put a shift in. And uh, it'll be good to see Arnautovic and Anders. And uh, Carroll in the mix, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was good to see Chikorito getting the goals. I think it was having people up front with him. Perhaps that helped him. He wasn't so isolated. And, Absolutely. Um, it was good. It was good. I'll tell you my, my most impressive part from an individual point of view is the way that Anderson got his goal in the end, the way he stood up. He had to get past that last defender. And I I would think two or three games previous to this, he would have gone over. He would have been bounced off that ball. And I think that's a sign that he's starting to get to grips with this league a bit. He missed that very similar chance, didn't he? A bit earlier. He did earlier on. But it was the way he, he sort of manhandled that defender and stood up against him, which was, to me, a real positive sign from his sort of development and getting used to this getting used to this league. And, you know, and you know, we all seem to agree, I think, that Diop and Balbrano are doing really well. Mm-hmm. And we just need to get, you know, well, what a, what a block tackle there was from Zabaleta in there, wasn't there as well? But yeah, he had a good game. It's the other side. Creswell's injured, is he not now? He, oh, he went off. Fitness test, I believe. Amstring. Was it? I've read that, Sean, you'll probably know more than I do. The... But he, he the decision hasn't been made on tomorrow. I guess Correct. he's out tomorrow for sure. I think it's unlikely, but um, you're right. So yeah, God gives you start attack. I think our defence needs to get a bit more sharper, and I think we'll do go on a positive run now. That's so I say, hold up, that attack. We're at home. The, the magpies. Hold up against. Go on. Birmingham City. Ooh. Here you go. Like West Ham v Birmingham. Uh, first weekend in January, ties will be played. Sport loyalties then for, uh, for, for the owners then. Yeah. yeah. The, the Gullivan <laughs> Derby. Split loyalties, even sport loyalties, yeah, of have, course. We'll have 60,000 in the crowd telling mm. them how much we like them. Well, no, because we're not going to... If you follow Clone Hugh, there's not going to be a licence till uh, the earliest will be the 12th of Jan, so it won't be 60,000. Funny enough, oh. I don't. I mean, every time I do try and get on there, all I get is loads of adverts as well again. You know, when I clicked yeah, on I something... to a dodgy site I got, I anyway, got absolutely attack. bombarded. Absolutely bombarded with adverts for things. Magpies enjoyed 59% of possession, which left West Ham with a paltry 41. The Magpies enjoyed 16 shots, of which four were on target. West Ham had just seven shots, of which, again, four were on target. The Magpies had seven corners to West Ham's three. So when you look at it, um, 
the Magpies were hard done by to lose 3-0. That's funny, though, because I never felt uncomfortable at any point during the game. No? No. I don't know. I think there was... Well, they they, they obviously had quite a few chances, but I always thought we were defending quite well. They did a lot. They created a lot, but never... They never really got it up to Rondon. Uh, Perez was very wasteful for them. So, so they they never really... Fabianski didn't seem to make any top saves. It ain't a game where we walked away and went, well, Fabianski was man in a match for us and he pulled it out of the fire. So can I, I think can that's I give you three more stats? Go on in. This, this Newcastle team are as bad as a 1953 to 54 season team at Newcastle. Uh, what's it? Oh no. Newcastle is a first lost against West Ham since September, 2015. Cause they've been a bit of a bogey side, haven't they? Um, and West Ham recorded their biggest premier league victory against Newcastle since 1998, which was also three nil. So there you go. Bit of a bogey team. The old magpies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. For- well, that's the uh, Newcastle game. Then has anybody got anything else to share for the Newcastle game before we move on? Can I? Can I just ask something about Chicharito? Because we ran a poll you today. You can ask a question about Chicharito. Uh, Chicharito, little Chicharito. P. Um, and that is when we ran a Clamp pool two weeks ago, and we asked who could go in January. The third best choice was Chicharito. Um, fifth, over fifty, four and a half thousand voted, and he got over seven hundred, which was fifteen percent of the vote. Um, one game seems to have changed all that, and when we ran a poll yesterday, over eighty percent now wants him to stay beyond Jan- January. So, my question to you, and I'm going to read a quote he said last week, where he wasn't very committal to West Ham, is: Does one game change your view on uh, Hernandez, <laughs> John? Personally, if he's if he's playing and scoring goals, you keep him, and that's just pretty much the bottom line in it. If he if he they keep putting him on the bench and he's what got a value, then you get rid of him. If they're not going to use him, he's the highest paid, isn't he? Yeah. Well, if they're not going to use if they're not going to use him, and you can get money in for him, get rid of him. But if they're going to use him, if they're going to play him in a system, and he clearly can score goals, then no, you don't. You know, and then hopefully. Nigel. He gets happier and it just rolls on from there. Um, it depends. If, you, if you've got someone lined up that you think is going to be better than him, but to do that, you need to move him out to bring that person in, then I'll go along with it. But if we're just getting rid of him to bring in, you know, you don't get, we've, we've said it time and time again, you don't get anything really decent in January, not at the level we're shopping at. We ain't got a lot of money. Um, oh, so so yes or no? Do you do you, if I'd, money I'd, comes I'd, along, do you ditch him in January if you can get something better? No, I'll try and keep him. It, it's difficult. Let's see how he does the next few games. Right. He's, that's his best game for West Ham. Yeah, in, in the really. year and a half that he's been there. But, but uh, two looked, goals don't make fit, a summer, didn't he? No, but yeah, he, he looked, looked fit. fit. He, he was running. He would look fit, and you know. He, he weren't he isolated get... on his own. He had people with him. So, therefore, let's see if we can continue to play that way and put it on, on you know, put it on 
in the box for him because we know he gets all his goals from inside the box. Can we give him the service that enables everyone to think, you know, let's keep him. I do find it strange that, you know, one week 80% want him gone and the next minute 80% want to keep him. Yeah, but who does? I mean, that's Sean's world's club little um, things he does. I think I was right. right. Well, let me tell you what he said in Marsa, Spanish newspaper Marsa. You're going to ask me, Sean? Yeah, I am, but I want to say this quote and then come to you. So in Marsa, translated obviously from Spanish into English, he was asked whether he was weighing up his future West Ham. Uh, he says, would, we, would he be committing his future to West Ham? He answered, I don't know. Even this winter, I want to play to participate as much as possible. And I have the ability to win a place, but I need, but I need to respect the decisions being taken. And for that reason, I'm not closing the door and moving this winter. There's an exit door and another in the summer. I'm happy here, but I want to play more. And later on, pressed further whether he would move this winter. He said, I'm not ruling it out. Hang on. An advert came up. Um, You're watching it on your site then? Yeah, I am, yeah. Uh, (laughs) He said, I'm not ruling it out, but at the same time, it needs to be for a top club, and and that is the case now or in the summer. So he's saying... He won't rule out a move this winter or in the summer, but it has to be a top club. Uh, George, sorry to interrupt. And your view on Chikorito, little P. I've always been a fan. Uh, I was very pleased when we signed him. I've been probably unimpressed with his impact, but he scores goals. He scored quite a few goals last season. I was glad he stayed this summer. I'm glad to see him scoring now. I was pleased when he scored against Burnley as well. I think it was Burnley. So keep him, keep giving him a chance. And like Nigel said, he can't play up front by himself. And he pro- we proved that playing him up front with someone else changes his game and his performance. So mm. let's give that a go for a little while and see if he can have an impact, a continued impact. Cool. Well, we need we need someone, don't we? Because Arnautovic is off the boil, isn't he? He's not scoring goals at the moment. So we need someone to take his place and step yeah. up to the plate. I need to drop him from my fancy um, team and out of pitch. By the way, guys, let me tell you that my comment of why Anatovich came off five minutes early seems to have been picked up by a few people and caused a little bit of a stir, including a direct message from uh, X asking what, what I was alluding to. I'm pleased. And what was you alluding to? Yeah, what were you alluding to? I was alluding to um, nothing really that special. That he he likes. I'm told he likes to come off to the applause and the you know the plaudits of of having a, a little bit of an early bath and coming off to as he did at Newcastle. He came off early and he likes to come off to applause. Nothing more sinister than that. So he walked off when there was five hopes to go. Applause. We'd used all our subs. Left us with 10 men just to get a round of applause. Three nil Dan just so he could get a round of applause as he walked off the pitch. Yeah, well, the game was over, wasn't it? Yeah, probably the other one that plays a different tune, son. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? I've now tried to make something up to cover for what I said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's short. Interesting. We'd go, sheep. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Cows. No, no, no. no. Bull. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Sean. Yes. We, uh, you were part of the revived supporters advisory board. So what it's called now? Yeah, it's SAB. called the official West Ham United supporters board. There's no advisory in it at all. Do you give advice? So what, what, yeah. What do you do then? We don't just, give advice. Do you all we just, just sit there nodding. And we, Nod. we vote on a chairman. In fact, yes. um, we, yes. it, you can, you can pick chairman. let yes. me tell you, right. Let me, let yes. me just spell it Go out. Go on then, Sean. Go on then. It's first S- of all, first of all, the new supporters board was chosen by an independent panel consisting of Sir Trevor Brookin, Carlton Cole, and Mandy Lane from Visit Football. No, it was independent all, then. All rec- recognised features such as names and identifying features, like as my Twitter handle, etc., was um, were absolutely blacked out. I was not successful in my individual application, but I was successful in my group application for Clarence Hugh. And, uh, and and we got on. Now, there's a complete cross-section of people. They're not all bald lovies or yes-men, as you like to say. Yes. Uh, I didn't stand for chair because I decided that would be counterproductive. Uh, six or seven people stood for chair. And uh, uh, David is, is the chair and, and Jim is, is the vice chair. Um. We see it was a lot. There was a lot of procedural stuff, to be honest, with with the designated police officer counting the votes, Andy Sheldon counting the votes on Thursday night. Um, yeah, we we we'll see how it goes. Look, the people who who thinks it's conspiracy are never going to be persuaded. It doesn't matter whether I'm on it or not, or or who got on the board. There are people who will never believe this is a worthwhile... There were people who believe this is Sad Mark II. There are people Mark who five. believe it's all fixed. Right? I, 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 it's too early to say for me. It was mostly a procedural meeting. We got to ask one question each. Yeah? I asked what did about, you ask, Sean? I asked about... Uh, and I was told off by Karen Brady saying, there's two questions, Sean. I asked about the season ticket waiting list. Did, I you, asked, did you like that? Did you like being told off? Uh, yeah, I I carry on though, <laughs> even when Brady tells me off. Um, so I asked, was it? I said, is it true? What is the updated figure? How will you ever have a a number so people know in the queue you where you are? I also asked, how many season tickets will go on sale, and how many um, will go for general sale? And she, she said, well, that's more than one question. I said, yeah, I know. But Did she the answer, answer is, by the way. And, and then what happened? Uh, they answered the last part of the question, didn't answer the first bit of the question. So they answered the bit of question of how many season tickets will go on sale and how many will go on general sale and when they will go on sale. They didn't answer the bit about how many are on the waiting list and whether we will ever know your queue number in, in the waiting list. They ignored that part. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And then what happened? And then we rushed through everybody asking about other questions about teaspoons and hair dryers and everything else and food and leaky roofs <laughs> and everything. And then uh, we finished and we had some sandwiches. Then we had our pictures taken. And then I did an interview. We all did an interview for West Ham TV. Well, everyone. Everyone did an well, interview for West Ham TV. It will be, it will be fascinating. <laughs> so come on. I was asked, asked what, the key bit. Let me tell you. The key bit was asked. <laughs> they said, Sean, you've been on the SAB since 2011. What has the SAB achieved? I went, oh, it's, it's a bit hard to put your finger on one thing. Cut the shelves. <laughs> Well, I did want to say that. You see, whatever I said would have been wrong. So I just sort of ducked the question and sort of said, well... Cut the shells and some flags at half they've time. they've not achieved anything. Sorry? It's because they've not achieved anything. Yeah, I know that, but, but I didn't well, they, want they, they to... Achieved, they achieved pulling the wool over the eyes of a consultation period with yeah, the fans when yeah, they moved from the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, but Sean was part true. of that. Yeah, that's what they achieved. So, yeah, so, gonna... so that, I should have said that. I said, I should have said we pulled the eyes over most people to make the the move more palatable. You're right. I should have, I should have answered that. You did do that, though. Yeah, you, yeah, I know. you gave the illusion of fans being consulted for the move. That's what they, it's what you all achieved. You were puppets. Any dissenting voices? Yes. Go on. I don't think it would be fair to to single people out. Well, because they're representing I, us, and this, and this is the funny. Well, I understand, I understand, but I don't think we've all agreed to a terms of um, reference, and part of that is to wait for the official minutes to come out. And therefore, I haven't signed a confidentiality agreement, but I don't want to talk out of school. Have the I think it's unfair to repeat. Then? Sorry, have the minutes been released? Then I think they've got to be released. Um, They've got to be produced within six days, seven days. Uh, so, That's tomorrow. Uh, or six days, is it? Um, That's a... Yeah, no, it's, it might be five days, actually. So they should be due out tomorrow. So right, what, what was the 
out of all the questions that people ask, so you asked like a pretty and uninteresting question about season ticket lists. So who would you say asked the actual most pertinent question? One that is actually going to affect the fans and the fans. <laughs> what apart well, from what, me? Or, or like, what <laughs> was what was that question? Don't tell us who, but what was the the, the question you know that's what? going to right. change how much Let they experience? Let me be fair, right? And I'm I, I'm happy to say this because I said this to the club afterwards. Most people ask questions related to their own personal circumstances rather than a question about a bigger group. And I I would hope the supporters group will mature in time and ask unselfish questions going forward where it's not something that affects them, but they will consult larger and and think about the bigger issues that affects the wider group and not whether they've got a particular personal problem. But that, that takes time in any committee. That's as far as I'm prepared to go. I love a committee. You love a committee, don't you? I know you do. Yeah, I love start, start it's a shame you couldn't one. have been on. It's a shame Nigel couldn't have been on. Nigel, do you want to say anything about the supporters board? Because you were going to say something, but I don't know if you're going to say it or not. I have to choose my words carefully. There, 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 there's, yeah, you do. I've seen people there. There's, you know, the, for me, I'm surprised the club allowed him on. The club didn't allow anything, Nigel. No, 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 it was no, no. independently listen, chosen. Listen, we had this conversation, yeah? The people there knew who the people were applying and they've allowed people through or personal. Hang on. Democratic election process. If there's a democratic election process, then they can't veto anyone. It wasn't an election. It, then if it's democratically, Sean, you should be thrown out of the process because you essentially... Made two bids. Listen, there was only but one was person. It, there was only one person choosing that you could say was independent. Only one, and that was the woman. Who's that? Trevor Booking's not independent. He's on the payroll. Colton Cole is on the payroll. Yeah. The supporters' club who took part in choosing some part at the end of the day rely on the club. Yeah. At the moment, which we know. Uh, and yeah. I'm going to criticise them for doing it, but at the end of the day, you can't. They can't say, "Well, we're independent," because they're not. They can have that levelled at them. So, therefore, are you suggesting that the club lent on Trevor Brooking, Carlton Cole, and Mandy Lane, and the, the West Ham supporters board to choose certain people and leave other people out? Uh, uh, are uh, you uh, saying I that? would? I wouldn't surprise me. Look, let's let's face it. We, Sorry, we know what the the way they behave, and they want to control oh, the, the agenda. On. There's conspiracy theories, and there's conspiracy theories. Well, yeah, not a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. No, I just think that um, I, you Same know, old. let's face it. Yeah, I, I I put out my application form and what I put on it. Uh, let's see if everybody else does theirs. I tell you what, I will put my failed one up then. Yeah. Well, why don't you put your successful one up? All right, I do that. Yeah. Let, let's see. You know. You know. Um, yeah, I've got. I've got fashion. nothing to hide. So just, yeah, I'm Sean, just do don't put it on the Claret and you thing because I can't get on that through Twitter. It <laughs> asks me if I want to accept things, and when I do, it just the whole thing is just guys nuts. Yeah. So. Anyway, anyway, look, anyway, we've got our next meeting in February. Let's see what happens under the new uh, chairmanship and vice chairmanship and, and whether this becomes anything or whether it just becomes uh, another Sabmark 9. 
So moving on, we have two very winnable games at home over the next five, six days, starting tomorrow night against Cardiff City. Uh, there's very real potential here of three wins on the bounce, isn't there? John, are we going to do it? <laughs> um, I don't know, George, what do you think? I hope we will. I think we'll win tomorrow night I think against Cardiff. I think the Palace game will be more difficult. Uh, but I'd hope that two wins on the bounce would spur us on to put in a performance against Palace. Or you could look at it the other way and say, would you a loss? Who knows? Yeah. What do you think? I, I, I'm of the same mind as you. I'd like to believe that we can win all three, but I'm long in the tooth as a West Ham fan and I'd be surprised if we win all three. Which way round it goes, I won't know. I mean, it'd be bloody typical of us tomorrow night to get beat and then beat mm. Palace. But we'd like to hope that, you know, this positive feeling of this win and hopefully he starts with a positive team and they put in the, put in the effort again because we haven't really seen them do it, have we? We haven't really seen them. We've seen this level of um, performance before this season and you've seen the positive result, but we've very rarely seen it happen two games again. in the trot. So. Yeah. Let's hope this is this 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 time. The time is now. Grumpy Nigel, what do you think? Are you going to be an optimist today, or are you going to be a pessimist? Well, well, I'm a natural pessimist, but uh, I can't see anything but two more wins. Yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> Cardiff, Cardiff, um, Cardiff are hard to break down, but they do concede goals, and then they're not that. I mean, they won that game. It was with a worldy, wasn't it? Let's face it. If that um, Hoylet did that twenty shot twenty times, he'd probably like smack it over the bar um, nineteen twenty times. So to to, to win uh, Friday night like they did, I've got every confidence. If we can't beat Cardiff at home, you know we have got a problem. And then on the Palace, who you know finally win at home against Burnley who are really struggling. So, again, the only downside is with Palace is they have got pace up front that, that probably could get behind us with Zaha and Tanzim. But uh, I, just, yeah, I just think, especially when he gets in the box and falls over. Um, Absolutely. I just can't see us not winning those two games. I can't. Sean, are you going to watch them? Yeah, I am. Um, I think we're only going to get one point out of both games. And I think Car- I'm the pessimist today. So I think Cardiff will come in to stop us playing our game. Uh, we, we'll be, we're coming our normal. Oh, we've just beat um, Newcastle 3-0 away. We're coming complacent, think they're there for the taking. They'll stop us playing our game and just play for the draw and just put 11 men behind the ball and we just won't find a way around them. So that will be nil-nil and uh, 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 and we'll just get a point. And then on to Palace, I see Palace going as, you know, we drew a red card. I see someone like uh, Rice or Diop taking someone down in the box, going down to 10 men, getting awarded a penalty and Palace win 1-0 and we lose against Palace 1-0. Probably too much detail that you require. Yeah, very detailed, specific prediction there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's the way uh, I see it going. 
Well, look, we could be nine points better off by... But who cares? Because we're going to peak too early on on Palace because it's your stag do. Early stag Uh, do. Yeah, kind of. But we're not going to peak too early because we've got an evening out. Uh, Yeah. Anyone else got anything else to say on Cardiff or Palace? Team news, really. Is Cresswell, we've talked about briefly, Arnautovic, is he going to be fit to start tomorrow? Don't know about that. What do you think, Sean? As fit as it can be. I mean, he's got this long-standing injury, hasn't he? Will he play two games that quickly? Sean? Has anybody heard Sean? What about you, Nigel? What yeah, do you Nigel, think? any thoughts? Uh, I've got some team news, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Palace will pick 11 players uh, with a goalkeeper and some defenders with some uh, midfielders, but they're struggling up front. So they may, you know, go in without a striker or they may play that foreign geezer that they bought but don't play. But Ben Teke probably uh, won't be playing. Smolov. Sm- Smolov. Yeah, Smolov. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the Palace news. Cardiff. Oh, I was hoping for some West Ham news, really. Uh, 11 sheep, basically. Oh, right. No, so not R, there, you? Oh. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, the, 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 you know, the Welsh boys will come down. Uh, Merion will probably be a bit confused because he'll understand the away fans more than he'll understand us. But, uh, boy, all. And, um, yeah, they'll probably enjoy their trip. I, 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 I'm bet, betting Cardiff probably bring about... 500 Dan maybe a thousand I'd imagine the car defender be half empty we've just had a message from Sean saying he can't hear us anymore ah. so we're going to have to carry on without dear, him oh dear. Uh, it's time for this yeah 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 it's Facebook Twitter question time, and Nigel posted on our Facebook group earlier, facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. Three goals, three points, and three cheers for dot, 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 dot. Fill in the... Oh, you're playing a fill in the blank Blankety game. Blank. And put any other observations. Games, that game. is a great win. And looking forward to two more games this week. Richard Dodds better wake up early. Yeah, because he complained, Doddsy complained last week that we keep posting too late. Because he's in New Zealand. <laughs> so, I, I, if, I, if I put that, it might wake him up in New Zealand. Clive Catterall says, after that performance, for me, Snodgrass has got to start every game. The boy's got a great attitude. Not a question, just a thought. I agree. Michael Malin says, great win. Next three games, big for the Irons. Let's not forget Newcastle missed some t- chances. Tighten up Mick Malin. They signed off. I think he signed off McMalin rather than saying he has to tighten up. Merion says, for Sean, the old Sab in my eyes was pretty much a waste of time. What makes this new one any different? And for Nigel, sort it out, mate. You can't let Sean beat us in the Super 6. Oh, it's a marathon, not a sprint, Sam. Uh, we covered the, the old Sab. Ian Knight says, great performance by Anderson. My young lad got his name on his shirt at the start of the season. Thought he had picked a donut, but now he seems to be picking up a bit of form. 
Nice one, Ian. David White says, rest Arnie for Carol tomorrow. Yeah, why not? Play him up front with Chicharito. Uh, Patrick Harris says, great result despite Masawaku doing his utmost to get them back in the game. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he did all right. Cresswell was having a good game, yeah. Nick Harvey says three goals, three points, and three cheers on hold till we dispatch Cardiff and Palace. Strong performance versus the Toon. Lots of good performances all over the pitch. Nice to see the real Chicharito turn up. Challenge now for Pellegrini is to see if we can build some consistency week in, week out. Sullivan will no doubt be praying for us to reach 20 game, twenty points before Christmas so he can spend as little as possible in January. Oof. Gary Prince says, can you find out when we last won two Premier League games in a row and then three in a row? Well, I don't want much, do you, Gary? January 17 was two in a row. When was three, though? Gary wants uh, three. Probably go back to, um, or oh, I'm guessing it would be go back to Billich's first season. Yeah, probably not wrong. What is the highest number of consecutive Premier League wins that we've managed in a row? Gary, we call it Facebook Twitter question time. But you don't have to keep asking questions. <laughs> uh, I've got no idea. Anyone else? I think we've lost seven or eight in a row. Um, as for a winning run, probably. I don't, we must have done a five or six run, surely. Never really had. I mean, we've only had about two or three good Premier League seasons, haven't we? Nigel, can I give it to you as some homework to reply to yeah. Gary on the Facebook I will, page? I will look that up and reply to him. Uh, have you got Twitter open? No, but I've got one chance? more comment. Go on, then. Uh, Liam Tyrrell uh, sends me a message saying, hard to pick faults in a 3 0 away win, but he did, though. It was far from perfect, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hard for you, Liam, by the looks of this. Our final ball and finishing was poor, and we constantly gave the ball away. We were more open with not playing the midfield triangle. If Noble or Rice ventured forward, we were vulnerable. A better side would have punished us. Anderson was frustrating again, but he had the beating of the right-back Yedlin. No slouch, and his class told in the end. Nice to have pace and options on the break. Hopefully we can manage suspensions and one or two tired players with a tweak here and there this week. And Liam was at the game. So who's suspended? Uh I don't know. Go we're good. Aren't Hopefully we? we can manage. But perhaps he's saying we've got to manage suspensions. Perhaps Pellegrini's going in saying, Now look here, lads, or hey, look here, lads. Not suspension this week. Is he from Liverpool? Well, he's a scarcer from because he lived up that <laughs> way, didn't he? They all talked the same up north, didn't they? And he lived up north when he was in Manchester, wasn't he? And he told them, "No suspensions, lads. Please, I manage you." On Twitter Sorry. at Mortigio Podcast, <laughs> I'll just cut you off there. New Zealand Hammers is that Dodsey? Guess no, it's, it's not. not. Does, a, does a couple of goals and a start for Chicharito mean that Pellegrini has confidence in him? And does he want him to stay? Do we? Uh, kind of covered that already, and I think we've got our fingers crossed that he stays and that Pellegrini carries on playing him up front with someone else. Mm. Uh, that's it for Facebook Twitter question time. Thank you all for getting in touch. It is time for a Super Six update, Nigel. Yes, it is. It is that time of the and we don't time want, of the we only, we only want people. We only want. We only want a top five, please. Bloody right, with me dropping like a stone, it would be all day if I had to read out how far down I am. 
Alright, here we go. Results. Leagues. I was like, you didn't know it was coming. Uh, well, uh, what should we start with? Because oh, I like his name. The old Pontif is 12th. Simon Pope, 208. Uh, the Prince of Gary's is 212. Uh, David Patnell, 213. Uh, nine is Jeffrey Smith with 214. As is uh, Tim Luke's dad, 214. Oh, I, was gonna, yeah, I thought you were going to say Tim Sharp, and I was going to say Luke's oh, dad. Next time I'll set you up. So on seven points is Ryan Smith, 216. And we jump up to Lee Davis, 2236. Shut up, Mario. Five is David Stringer, 226. Four, Phil Walker, 227. Three, Adam Darlington, 229. Two, Ben White, 232. And back on top is old Walt Disley, 234. That's it. Well, I mean, we could do quickly. So, Marion's gone 19. I'm down to 24th. Bad week for me. Sean's on 18. Uh, I can't remember what I got. You had a good week. You must have missed a week. You're down 178. You're 35th, but you're only 12 points behind me. Ooh, coming for you. Uh, Over on Fantasy Premier League, Mordor's Podcast League, uh, Will Clark is third. With Yama Anko, Keith Mac- Keith McCadden as second with Billy Bonds Bambinos, and in first is Mark Kerslake with Rail Social Dad. God, that's a mouthful. Uh, and that's kind of it, I think. So the running order predictions. Well, we kind of predicted already. We've we're hoping for wins, but let's go for score lines. Nigel, three uh, nil Cardiff. And uh, 2-0 Palace. Wins. So we're not winning anything, then? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, John? 2-0 um, tomorrow night, Cardiff. 2-1 uh, Palace. I'm going to go for 2-1-0 ving- wins. Chicharito with both goals. Should we ask Sean what he reckons? Yeah, go on, Sean, Sean, what do you reckon? Mm. So negative. That's the most, in- most interesting thing he said all night. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. That's it for, Thanks, for Maunders Podcast. Look at that. Well within the hour's limit. He's he's now sat at home anyway. He's got a, got his dinner on his lap. Feet up. Yeah, he's chuffed. He's lucky. Wait he's the glad that he's... So he can answer it again. He's, he's just... Uh, it's unbelievable that a man who works in IT has probably got the worst internet connection ever out of all of us. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for listening to Mondra's podcast. I've been George. John has been. Happy, happy, happy. Oh, Nigel has been. Uh, yeah, me. Excellent. Thanks for listening. Come on, you irons. So, uh, Nigel. Yes. Are you coming down our way for a drink then on Saturday for George's homestack? I didn't know there was a homestack. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> That's my bad. Uh, You're more than welcome. I'll see. Yes. Uh, I've got a very full calendar this week. Friday night I'm out. There's a Billy Bonds night, I believe. I think it's Billy Bonds uh, in Dagenham. So I'm out Tuesday, out Friday, getting drunk Saturday at football. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss it Saturday. Yes. Go on in, yeah. crack on, George. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. More, more than just a podcast.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.